Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alice from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Wrong button. I meant to do this. See, Alex isn't here. I have nobody to blame but myself for this intro because usually I fuck it up because I'm I'm messing with him. But he ain't here, and I messed up on my own. We are here today when you're listening to this podcast for the Queen City Chronicles. Stop number five, but it's a special stop. It's the No Limit Stop. It's the multiple lakes, big bass, big bass per hour, overall total inches. It is a slugfest for the Carolinas. And y'all are going to get to listen to the winner, the overall winner who put up gigantic numbers. And we're going to hear the big bass winner overall. And tonight we got two who was the Big Bass winner overall. Two, how you doing, Hoss? Doing good. How about you, man? Man, look, I'm always here, beautiful, handsome, a little overweight, but this is why the camera is from you know the neck down. Um, so I'm I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. You know, most people don't ask. Alex doesn't ask me anymore. You know what? He's fired. You're my new guest host. <laughs> We're going to have to do something with that background. We're going to have to get some of your, your checks put up there and some of that stuff and maybe a pegboard. Uh, but you're my new co-host. Alex can go to hell. <laughs> the overall winner is Aaron Martin. And we have him here, and, and I'm excited to hear what he did and how he did it. But, like, he's got a professional tongue and groove wall with a pegboard like this this guy and he's and he's got some corrugated um um you know metal. Uh, uh, yeah corrugated metal but we're talking about roofing corrugated roofing metal behind him we need to patina that a little bit aaron we need to get that gloss out of there well it's a brand new shop so i'm working on it this man wins the queen city stop number five and he gets a brand new shop if y'all have ever been thinking should i fish queen city this this should be your this should answer your question right there this man wins the the queen city stop number five and gets a brand new shot behind him i mean this look if y'all ain't fishing queen city you gotta go fish queen city you you can become rich fishing queen city but aaron how you doing buddy i'm great man i'm pretty good you see both of them asked me how i was doing Alex never asked me. He always leads off with, you know, some some terrible intro that I have to say. It's crazy. I'm doing great, man. Thank you. I've already answered the question for two, and, and I'll answer it the same way so we can rewind and go about it. But, look, we are here to recap y'all's tournament. And now let me back up a little bit. This was back on June 3rd. This was a long-ass time ago. Y'all, this was almost a whole-ass month ago. And, you know, Alex and I have talked about all the stuff we got going on. So we're a little behind. Matter of fact, 
they just fished their stop number six this past weekend. So we are way behind. But we're going to recap this one because this was uh, a tournament I hope to fish, but I'll tell you the story of why I couldn't fish it here in a little bit. But this is this is probably one of the most unique settings for a tournament you can fish. And Vinny started it last year. And it's super awesome. It's super cool. And these guys came out on top. And um, go back and look at the scores and look at how many people were. And I think it's like 150 people somewhere in there entered this tournament. And it was over two states, multiple, multiple bodies of water. So I want to do this. I want to start off first thing in the morning. Two, dude, you put up a, a freaking giant to start the tournament off in hour one. And it held the whole time. What was, was this a fish you were targeting? Did you luck into the, into this fish? What what did you prepare coming into this tournament for? Like practice or anything like that? No practice. I think um, as you can tell, I, I fish at St. T. Cooper, and the whole day I thought I was going to do was uh, fish cypress trees. Those cypress trees with a shaky head. Nothing was by in the morning, so I threw it top water. Santee, so we know the lake, Cypress Tree. You caught this fish on a top water first thing in the morning. Right. What kind of top water was it? It was a mega bass, pop bass. Oh man, a pop R. Yeah. Nice. Did you know it was in in for y'all folks that are listening, this was twenty-three and a quarter inch bass. A big one. A hoss. Did you know it was big when it bit, or was it one of those little subtle? Yeah, it was and, one of those little subtle just slurp. And uh, far away, you used to like, oh, it was a small bass. So uh-huh. trying to horse it, dry slip. I was like, maybe it's not a big, uh, small bass no more. All right, so it, it slurped it up. You thought it was a little, a little dink bass. You start trying to horse it in. At what point did you realize, uh, shit, I got a giant on? <laughs> the moment it came close to the boat jumping. Mm. Uh, I think we actually had that uh video on Queen City, the video for you know the um, that Ryan put up for you know all the big bass that was caught that uh during that day. So you realized it was a big fish at the boat. Did you net it? Did you lip it? Did you boat flip it? How'd you get it into the boat? Net. <laughs> Try to hundred percent net. I mean, I'm not one of those um, grab it by the by the body or try to try to grab it by the mouth. I'm always one percent chatting at it. So you not like our boy Blaine, who boat flips an eight pounder, kicks it off the boat twice, <laughs> and still somehow gets it to measure on the board. You're not that lucky, huh? No, I'm not that lucky. Right? Yeah, well, he's super duper lucky. I mean, old Gumby looking fella, poor fella. He, the only thing he's got going for him is luck. Y'all can, yeah. y'all can laugh. We're picking on Blaine. Y'all can laugh. Okay. Well, hey, did was this a specific cypress tree or was this a specific area that you just, I'm fishing cypress trees, I'm going to start on this tree, or you're like, I'm in this area, I'm starting at point A, I'm working to point Z, and I'm throwing it on cypress trees. So the area was actually an area that uh, I fished for the St. Cooper tournament that we had earlier this year, too. Yeah, BOS. Okay. 
I didn't do the BLS, but I just did Quincy primarily. Okay. But found 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 decent amount of fish during during my time there. So you know, past history, but why not? Big bass, one thousand dollars now online. Is it go home or go big, go home or nothing? <laughs> so you won a thousand for that hour. Did you win anything for overall big bass in addition to that? I uh, won a brand new 10, 10.5 Nas Larry Matz. This man won a grand and a 10 and a half foot native Slayer Max. Dude, that's that's one fish. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, for one popper. Yep, one one bite. And that was on the only I actually had like three bites today, but only was able to land that one bite. So I need you to be more excited. I know this was a month ago, Bo. And I know why we're late on getting this shit out. I need you to be more excited about, I mean, that a, t a 10 and a half Titan is, is, that's over a grand boat too, right? Yeah, it's I mean, 2,700. 20, so this, you, Bo, you reeled in 3,000 plus dollars. Damn near 4K. Yep. Be more excited. Stand up, turn around, clap your hands, do something. <laughs> get, get us some jazz up there. There we go. <laughs> Hey, what were you throwing? What were you throwing that popper on? Uh, it was on a spinning rail. Dude, all right, that's that's interesting. I want to know why you're throwing on a spinning rail because I've I've run into a few people who are throwing poppers, and and like balsa square bills on spinning reels, and mainly because they feel like they're more accurate with their casting, and they don't feel like they lose enough. They're, I mean, you know, with the 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 uh, top water stuff that they're throwing, they got 15, 20 pound braids. So that's no different than you would a casting. But what, why spinning reel? It was accuracy. Trying to throw, well, my thought process throwing underneath the cypher trees, you got to throw uh -huh. right exactly at it. And, you know, I was trying to throw at it and just let it sit. If they're there, they'll hit it. But, you know, me just trying to be accurate. That's what it was. The one, the one cast will probably count. If you throw it multiple times, you're gonna probably spook the fish. Uh huh. So you're, do you, do you throw it like front, left, right, and then go around to the back? Is that how you attack a cypress tree? Yeah. And so what you're saying is, you are you trying to skip that popper up in there? Or are you just trying to throw it as close to the trunk as you can and let it sit and then just work it out slowly? I was trying to throw it close as I can. And then you just let it sit till the ripples go, and then you you pop it. You walk the dog. Do you just pop it and let it sit? What are you doing when it after it hits the water? I was actually um, popping it right when it hit the water. Okay. Trying to make them chase it. So the area that I fished had grass in it. So, you know, I want to try to get the fish to kind of, like, come out, come out from the grass. I got you. That's interesting you threw – I mean, you you were dialed in on catching at least big fish for one of the eight hours. It sounds like, at minimum, you were going for at least one grand. That's true. Yep. <laughs> nice. Hey man, that's that's. I mean, look, if if people think about it, you took a spinning reel and a popper, and your idea was, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to catch pretty much a seven to eight pound fish did you did you weigh your fish no i didn't 
was I, I'm assuming obviously it's postponed at Santee, way postponed. Was it was it fed up at all, or was it kind of skinny? It was kind of bulky, so it was like it wasn't skinny, but I feel like that fish could have been like close to seven, close to eight, okay. seven to eight between those. So it wasn't a a skinny postponed fish. It was more like one with shoulders that was feeding up for the summer. Correct. All right. Yeah. Cool. And what was the popper you were throwing? It was a mega bass. All right. So it's the mega bass. Was there a reason for that, or is that just the one you tied on that morning, or how did that go? So here's the crazy part, right? My buddy actually won the big bass for last year, throwing the same design, the mega bass popper. So I was like, if you won it last year, maybe I might get a chance to win it this year. <laughs> All right, and and so you, you didn't win the overall, but damn, you won almost four grand in, in cash and prizes. Right. Okay, Would you share with us what, what color pattern? It's the, uh, it's the punk and see. So it's like the punk okay. and see popper. It's kind of looking like a bluegill. Okay, yeah, so for people that are listening, he showed it up. It's called a pumpkin seed mega bass popper. And I would say, now y'all know if y'all listen to the podcast, I'm colorblind as hell. I would say that almost, it, it looks like a bluegill, but I would say that almost looks a little bit like a baby bass. Not as much white as a baby bass like spook, but there's it's got those uh, vertical lines going down the back of it. So sweet. Well, man, that's a that, dude. That's an awesome fish to catch first thing in the morning. Put yourself in a position to to you know twenty three twenty three and a quarter. That's hard to beat. That's going to be hard to beat. And you beat it, man. You you got it knocked off first thing. You had a plan and you went there and and you, you executed. Was there? You said you didn't practice at all. So this was just going off of pure history, right? Right. What ramp did you put in? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> okay. okay. Look, you don't have to divulge anything. We we reserve to write to ask any question, but y'all as guests also reserve the right not to have to answer. So, no, you're not going to answer. You're not going to tell me? No. Jeez. How am I supposed to catch fish at Santee if none of my my buddies from Queen City will tell me how to fish, how to catch fish at Santee? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Two, you know what? Awesome, awesome job, dude, man. You smashed it. You killed it. You caught a big ass fish. You won some money. You won a new kayak. What do you? What kayak are you fishing out of when you caught that fish? A Hobie Compass. So. I, I think I've seen some of your stuff before, and you fish out of that compass, which is a small. That's a it's a Hobie, it's a great great boat, but it is small. Are you gonna transition into fishing out of that Titan? Uh, no, I'm actually gonna get that Slurry match to my wife. Uh, oh, sweet! So now I can finally have my wife come out and fish with me, and you can finally go fish and not have her give you a hard time. Because you gave her the most expensive thing you've ever won in a fishing tournament. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, sweet. That was awesome, man. That was great. You got anything to add to that before we move on to our grand champion, Mr. Avery? No, I can't wait to hear his story. All right. Yeah. Look, 
you want me to ask him the questions of where he was fishing and how he was fishing, and you hope he don't he don't try to hide it like you did. That's what you're saying too, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, y'all. Look, next person we're gonna talk to is A. A. Ron Mark Martin. A. A. Ron Martin. My man put up 211 inches in an eight-hour fishing day, and he won the overall tournament. Hey, hey, Ron, where was you fishing, Hoss? I was on Harbor. Okay, if you were about to say Wiley, I was going to end the podcast. <laughs> I was going to give you a virtual high five, you know, all the kudos, but damn, thank goodness you didn't say Wiley. No, I was on the old home pond, Hartwell. So is Hartwell your home lake? It is. Okay. 211 inches. Was this just a slugfest all day long, smash them, or was this like an early morning, afternoon? What? How, how do you put up a two? How, how many fish did you catch, and how do you put up 211 inches? So it was 13 fish. And it was really a slugfest all day um, from, uh, well, I say that. I caught two fish fairly early within, I think, the first hour. And then I went on a little lull there for a minute, probably an hour and a half or so with nothing. And then from then on till about 12, 12, 10, I was just catching fish. It was just kind of a steady, steady bite all day. All right, 211 inches. 13 mm -hmm. fish. That's a 16.2307692. And there's <laughs> probably numbers after that, but my iPhone doesn't go farther than that. So we'll round up and say 16.23 inch average. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's that's not were there any giants in there and then a bunch of small fish, or were they literally a bunch of 16 inchers? I had my biggest was a 19 and a half. So that kind of helped a little bit, but um, no, it was just mixed in. I had a few 14 and a quarters or a 14 and a half, and then just 16 and 17, it seemed like. Um, like I said, no giants, but I mean, still a 19 and a half inch uh, fish is nothing to be sad about, but. Um, it wasn't 23 and a quarter. This is also true. <laughs> <laughs> when I had caught that, I was like, maybe I got an hour, you know, but I wasn't even close. <laughs> When you catch like that 18, 19, 20 inch fish, you hope it's in, in the last half of the day, right? Because you right. know for damn sure when you're fishing one of these these big bass tournaments, and if you're not catching a, a giant, a true giant, a 21 and 21 plus inch fish, if that's not what you're catching at 10 o'clock or before, like you if you're catching 18s, it's like, man, I might get this. I'm, the chances are slim. Not saying it's impossible. It's not probable. But a 19-inch fish at 1 o'clock, there's a good chance you might get big fish with yeah. one that late. But it sounds like you literally caught the 19, a couple 14s, but pretty much ended up being 16-inch fish. Were What kind of practice did you have leading into this tournament? So I didn't, I guess you could call it practice. Two weeks before I took a, a day off work and I was just hitting different spots on Hartwell. And I've come up on this spot, never fished before. 
caught three fish off of that were, you know, 15 inch fish. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I didn't think nothing else about it really. Um, but that was really the only practice. And I wasn't practicing for this tournament. I was practicing for a bass boat tournament. Mm. And I just said, well, it might be a decent spot. So <laughs> let me hit it for the no, the no limit. So you practiced two weeks before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so literally in the in in bass fishing terms if you practice two weeks before that shit don't matter two weeks later like no. two weeks later after fishing look you can't rely on that shit come on now yeah. especially in the south two weeks later it could be 25 degrees difference in temperature it was just a luck thing i tell you it was like i said i had the you know a, to, that weekend i had a bass boat tournament so and of course the I didn't catch any fish off that spot during that tournament. Um, so I didn't know if they were going to be there, two, you know, two weeks later, or a week and a half later. Um, so it was just, I just went on a limb. I really did. I, I was going to chase the no limit from the beginning. Um, and I was just going out to have fun. I was trying to qualify through the South division from a uh, QC and, um, you know, you have to fish the four trail events. So I was like, well, I'm just going to go out here, have fun, been a day on the lake and, Maybe I'll get lucky. All right, so this is a good example. He didn't catch shit out of a bass boat, but he wore their ass out in a kayak. So that already shows you right there. He's a way better angler in a kayak than he is in a bass boat. So if he's taking you on his bass boat or you're taking him on your bass boat, probably just forget about it. Leave his ass at home. Let him go fish kayak tournaments. Secondly... Secondly, we, we're going to touch on this, and this might make this podcast episode a little bit longer than what I told y'all it was going to be because you said there was it was a lot of luck involved. Let me tell you something. I've had this argument with a few people who are really good anglers about luck. Sure, if you, if, if you like get a little backlash and you pull it out and you reel that shit in and you want to do a little cleaning cast and chunk it out there, you know, to clean it up and, and to tighten it up and shit, and you catch a, a, a seven-pounder in a tournament, that's that's luck, right? That's luck. But if you're out there and you're like, hey, man, this spot looks good, or you know what, I've caught some fish off of this spot before, and you roll up and you scan it, you see fish, you do whatever you do that comes from experience, scanning with your, your graphs, your your forward facing sonar, whatever it is, but you come to an area that like this place should hold fish, and by golly, nine times out of ten you fish it and you don't catch no fish. But the one out of ten times that you do is a tournament and you catch fish there and you win or you're in the money. Look, look, guys, that ain't fucking luck. That's experience coming into play. Like, you, look. Just because the fish aren't there, nine out of the ten times you go there, doesn't mean that when they are there, it's luck. Come on. Look, man, you found a place where fish should be, and they happen to be there on the day that you fished it. But the lucky part is them being there, right? But you going to that spot and fishing it is intuition. It's experience. It's like, I have fished shit like this before, and there should be fish here. 
They yep. just had to be there the day you you won money. Look, man. Look, I'm getting on the damn soapbox. I wish Alex was here because he don't tournament fish, and he'd be getting all up in his little draws right now. He'd be I could tell right now he'd be getting he'd be doing this stuff. Look, luck is part of fishing. But would you find a place where you think fish should be because you've caught fish in areas like that or this is what it looks like where they should be? That ain't luck no more, man. That's just that's just going through the steps to find fish. That's finding fish. Two, am I right or am I wrong, two? You are right. See, there you go. This man caught damn near a, 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 a damn near caught a 13-pound bass. If it would have been, if it would have been spawn if it had been during the hobie it would have been 13 pounds am i right too that'd have been a 13 pound fish that'd be exaggerating but i'll say maybe nine ten <laughs> well it would have been 13 pounds because an alligator would have come up and ate and it took it off your hook so it had to be 13 at that point <laughs> you're all right with that one. i was like go ahead you can have an alligator i ain't gonna win that one <laughs> all right aaron so you you know, obviously, Hartwell's your home lake. Hartwell's a very, very unique unique lake. You can go out and catch 18, 19-inch, 20, 21-inch spots. You can catch some big spots. Mm-hmm. Or you can go out there and catch some freaking giant-ass largemouth. Yep. Did you, did you just find a place where you could go out there and try to catch those 15, 16-inch fish all day long, school them up? Because... At this point in time, early June on Hartwell, I'm assuming that you can find mega schools out there off of points that where you can just catch two to three pounders freaking all day long. Was that your plan or was your plan just to go and get lucky? Yep. <laughs> no, that was my plan. Um, you know, of course, the typical thing on Hartwell is fish points. So, Right. I just, that's what it was. They were just, and it was a mixed bag. I mean, there were spark, spots and largemouth that I was catching. Mm. So, um, but, you know, that was a typical spot. You you know, you could assume you're going to catch those 14-inch spots all day, it seems like. Um, and that's what I was going for. I, mean, I never thought that I would have caught 211 inches. But when I was on the, I think I was like in the 140s, 150s, I was like, I kept, I put pressure on myself at that point. I was like, I want to break 200. So, um, and they, like I said, they just kept, they just kept coming up on that, that little spot I was on and it was just, it was a good day. All right. So you don't have to give us the exact spot where you're fishing on Hartwell, but what was the depth and the lure you were catching them on? So it was, um, a top water and I was in roughly, it was, it was kind of shallow. Well, I say shallow. It, it was a, a flat that came out, but I was I was in the twenty foot range. Um, but they were up on up on that flat for sure. So you were in twenty foot casting into what, like eight, five, two? Uh, no, it was probably two or three. All right. So yeah. So I mean, look look, depth is relative. Right. You're sitting in twenty. That's not the depth you're catching fish in. Right. I mean, l- let's be real. How, what where were you when you catching fish? I was in 20 foot of water. Well, motherfucker, <laughs> a cast might be like a cast to the bank in 20 foot of water. They might be in two foot of water, and this sounds like what it was in. So it was mm-hmm. a, more of a sheer drop, right? 
it wasn't more it wasn't that tapering long point was there something that drew you to that area because in this this time at least in the south you're you're looking for more of the flats you're looking for the, the long tapering points and it sounds like you were on one that was more of a of one of those drops or ledge type points yeah i mean no i just i had good luck fishing that type of area on hartwell so it's a it's pretty common on the main lake stuff so i, I was not on the main lake um i mm. was up a, up a river but um river x yeah river x yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like towels like i mean excuse me like two's launch x mm -hmm. yep <clears throat> yep that was it <laughs> what okay what top order are you throwing it was a i'm a scammer i'm a scammer so that sounds yeah, yeah. like a youtube page we should all go to <laughs> to really to you know to get some good laughs at a somebody scamming a you you're i'm a scammer look i love fishing what the fuck are you what the fuck is that oh, i'm a scammer this man this man caught a 200 limb inches and won like twelve thousand dollars off of I'm a scammer. Skimmer. Skimmer with an I. Oh, look, you need to talk more country. <laughs> I thought you said scammer. We can call it that. Okay. Well shit, let's do it. Let's do it. Where are you from? South Carolina, North Carolina? I'm originally from Georgia, but I live in South Carolina. Where in South Carolina? In Anderson. See, that's why he said the I instead of an A. Because he didn't got he got got turned by them Northwestern Carolinians. Yeah. Next thing we're gonna he, he's gonna say fur instead of fire. All right. <clears throat> what? All right. So tell us about the lure though. So walking bait. He showed us for the folks that are listening, which is ninety nine percent of the folks folks here. He showed us a walking bait is is what you got. So who makes that? What's the lure? Yeah, it's a it's made by Ama. I think Ama Japan is what it, the actual company. Are you shitting me? You're fishing. Uh, I'm a. <laughs> you're fishing. I'm a scammer by I'm a Japan. Mm -hmm. So yep. what? All right. So he got this lure off of wish.com and we can all thank Josh from Abide Fishing for Aaron finding this lure off of wish.com. What? I've never heard of this shit before. <laughs> Like, is this some kind of BFS bullshit? Like, help me explain to me how how we're, I'm confused. Hey, two, do you know what the hell he's talking about? Or are you confused too? Uh, first, I thought he was saying he was a scammer too myself. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, help us out, dude. Where where did this come from, and why, and how? Because I swear to God, you bought this shit off of Wish.com because of a bad fishing. That's all I'm saying. I'll, I'll go with that story, but <laughs> no, I mean, you can get it any any tackle shop, local tackle warehouse, eBay. Bullshit. You can't get that no damn tackle shop in North Carolina in the Raleigh area. I can guarantee you that shit right now. Well, actually, you can't right now. You're right. They're all uh, back ordered. But <laughs> after, you, after you won the no limit, it was, like, it, it was like, yeah, it was like, what? 
what the hell was that uh, that little uh ghost uh lure that what's his name won the classic on that you couldn't find nowhere yeah gussie yeah yeah of that little ghost colored lure he was beating the end of his rod on at (laughs) santee last year and he won it (laughs) that's great so it's just a walking bait is what you're saying yeah Yeah, it is was it slow was it a fast walk i mean it was just a moderate walk i mean you can do it work it how you want um that's what she said but go ahead (laughs) you can work it however you want slow meat moderate fast I do, I do kind of a medium just so I can, I mean, cause when you're throwing top water, you want to throw it all day or I do at least. Right. Um, so for stamina reasons, I don't work it too fast. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, this is why Alex can't be in charge all the time because he can't, he can't pull out the, the he can't pull out the de- degenerativeness of of the people we bring on because I can tell Aaron ain't a cusser. He he ain't, he ain't over here talking a bunch of shit. He ain't like throwing stuff at people at the boat ramp and talking junk about, I whooped your ass, but this man just, he just laid it out. All right. Are you using side scan, any kind of sonar when you're fishing or are you just, you know, all gut, all bank? No, so I use my side scan and just down scan. I don't have forward facing. um, So I'm thinking about getting it, but for this tournament, it was just side scan. Well, damn, you just won $18,000, so you should be able to buy all the grass you want. Yep, this is what I was telling myself. So, (laughs) Look, look, you won enough money to make a whole new damn shop. So you, (laughs) you might as well get some side scan. Hey, too, are you using any – what what technology are you using? And I'm assuming because you're throwing at Cypress, you didn't use anything then, but do you use any forefacing or any side scan, or are you just straight bank and chump? Uh, four sonar. Got a lot. Garmin. Okay. So you're an offshore angler then? No, I'm trying to learn to. <laughs> I used to be one of the shore bangers. Just, just hit the docks and hit what looks good. Did you, do you, or you used to put out YouTube videos fishing with your uncle? Mm, no, I fish my brown law. If you're talking okay, about Austin. Okay. No. Okay. All right. So did you use any of four facing sonar or anything when you caught that fish off of the, the, the I was using perspective mode. I was using perspective mode, but with the grass, you couldn't see anything. You couldn't, just, so you couldn't see it, but you were yeah. trying to use it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Aaron, you just had an area that you thought had fish in it from experience. You caught a few fish in it practicing. You have a boat tournament that you were practicing for initially, which you didn't catch any fish in, but you still went back to it in the kayak. Yep. Why? Because Uh, it was close to the ramp? I mean, like that's usually the answer, right? I mean... Look, this place had fish. It's close to the ramp and a kayak. And with Queen City, you can't use a motor. So you're pedaling or paddling. And if you're chubby, bubby, fat ass like me, you're trying to figure out a place that you can maximize your area without having to go. So what took you to that area two weeks later after you didn't catch no fish in another tournament? 
it was just a gut feeling. I mean, it was, it's not close to the ramp at all. It was like a 45 minute pedal for me. Holy shit. Uh, that's fucking like three miles. <laughs> it, yeah. on, uh, like on a good day, right? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it, like it, three was, miles. it was a calm morning. So, you know, it, it, it was, it was like, like I said, it was just a gut feeling. I, I woke or went to bed that night and I was like, that's where I want to go. Um, I did some more studying and I found, I stopped about halfway to another spot. And that's where I caught my two first fish. Mm. Um, then made my way to my main spot. And um, I mean, the bad, the bad thing is I get there and there's a, uh, two boats sitting around it. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, now what? So anyways, I fished around them guys and didn't catch anything. They left and I stayed in a 25-foot area all day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. A 45-minute 45, 45 pedal. That that puts you 15 minutes. And now you say you stopped. Yeah. But in general, like uh lines in is typically 30 minutes after launch for a kayak mm -hmm. tournament. Yeah. So you bring up a good point, and maybe this happened, maybe it didn't, but I'm gonna bring this point up and too. I want your opinion too on this. If you feel like you have a long run or sometime during the day you're like, I gotta move, this shit ain't right, doesn't feel right, I gotta move. One of the great things about being in a kayak and going two to four miles an hour, depending on how fast you pedal or paddle, you were scanning 100% of the time. Your size scans on, you're looking for brush piles, you're looking for anything that comes up. Why did you stop at that first spot and fish it instead of going straight to your area? Um, I'd use Navionics, like I said, the night before. And, um, it was just a little short pocket off that main river. And um, I felt like they could get, they would be up there schooling. And they, I was, you know, I got there right before lines in. So I, about five minutes before. So I just sat there and um, I mean, they was already schooling then. So you so, had an area in mind. Yeah. And then when you got there, did you see fish on your side scan or you just saw them schooling right away? Yeah, yeah, because I was setting off of where I wanted to fish anyways, mm. just sitting there getting stuff ready and just getting my stuff together <laughs> for the day. And um, so, so, so what are you saying? You got drunk and had a good time the night before and all your <laughs> shit was a damn clusterfuck until you got in the water? Sometimes it can be without any alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't tell you how many times I've woken up to go fishing and I'm like... <sighs> Damn it, I know I should have loaded this kayak into my truck. Damn it, my shit's tied on. My shit's tied on from two weeks ago before the last time I fished. Like, I don't know if it's frayed or anything like this. You know, I, <laughs> hey, I get it. I get it. Yep. Two, when you're moving from place to place, are you scanning, looking for stuff, or you you have a, a goal and that's where I'm going? I got more of a goal, but that's where I'm going. If I try to scan too much, I think I'm just gonna try to put my four star and just start playing around, looking at fish that don't even bite. Is 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 Santee Cooper your home lake? No, Santee Cooper is pretty far from me. Okay, where are you at? I'm in Concord, North Carolina. Oh shit! So, so Norman, Norman Wiley. I will say Baiting Lake and uh, High Rock and Lake Tillery. Okay, sweet. Fuck Wiley. Wiley sucks. But yeah, Baden, Tillery, all those areas, those are those are pretty lakes. So they're they're very unique lakes for the area. 
Yeah, it's a hit and miss. Yeah, but but they're it's so it's so weird because you're you're not in the mountains, but they they're really like you know they're they're super deep, super skinny. I mean, it's just a weird lake to be in the middle of North Carolina. Okay. That area. Two, two. You agree or not? Come on, man. Yeah. Help me yeah, out. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn. Look, man, you got to help me out a little bit here. I ask a question, you answer it. That's the whole part. That's the whole thing about podcasting, too. Come on, I thought, man. I thought I said, yeah, I didn't, I mean, must have been here. Sorry. <laughs> Look, man, we're going to give you a hard time around here. Look, we ain't going to have no quietness around here. The only time <laughs> we have quietness is when Alex can't respond to a short joke. But anyway, Aaron, how much did we win June 3rd? So in, I won twenty one fifty for first place, and then I also won a native Slayer Max 12 and a half. Holy shit, this man done won like 8,000. Literally, I was being facetious earlier today, but he did win about $8,000 in cash and prizes. Yep. What do you fish out of, Aaron? Uh, Old Town Sportsman 120 PDL. Okay. So you got a native that's now the same size, a little bit wider. What are we doing? Did, did you give your native to your wife so you could fish unabatedly for here and ever? Or are you selling it for cash? What are you doing with it? You you gonna make it your main boat? What's up? What's up? Well, so I try to give it to my fiance, and she uh, she has her a kayak, but she don't she don't really care for it. <laughs> so because that bitch keep... is heavy, she's like, yeah. I don't want to load this thing. Yeah. So I haven't even taken it out, but that's my plan this weekend. So I'm gonna take it out and kind of get the feel for it. If I like it, I'll keep it and I'll sell my old town and. Um, I'll rig this one out, you know, with forward facing and all that. Well, I mean, you know, if you're going to rig out that 12 and a half native, you've got Vinny and a few other guys in that Queen City Club that can give you the blueprint to make it pretty, pretty rigged out. Yeah. And easy. You don't have to test anything. It's all been done. So, hey, I, you know, I'm a Hobie guy. I've got a Hobie. Um, you go back to listen to all these podcasts while I've got a Hobie, but the natives, we've got a few guys that fish locally in the Raleigh area that have natives and they are wide boats. They are big, big kayaks. Like, I mean, yep. they have a, that they have a lot of deck space. They're wide. I mean, they are pretty, pretty boats. They are. I like I said, just sitting here in the garage and sitting in it and kind of getting a feel for where I want stuff. I don't I mean, I think I'm going to like it. Um, I've already got a list of upgrades. So there we go. Well, tell us about your new shop. Like, like you got a new shop. Just is it your fishing shop? Is it a shop shop? Is it a garage? Like, yeah, did well, tapping kawink dinkly, or did you literally win this term of like, hey, honey, um, you know, we're not married yet. I just won this money, just won this kayak. I'm building a fishing shop. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it after we're married. <laughs> no, so it was already done. I got done in, I, I call it a new shop. It got done last year in September. Um, so it's a, I got my truck in here, all my, my two kayaks now. Um, so it's kind of a workshop, tackle shop, garage, 
Well, damn, if you got a shop, Aaron, you can't sell. You can't sell the old town. You got to keep it because you got room for it. If you're like, if you're like two and me, we don't have room for a bunch of boats. So if we get it, if we win a boat, we got to sell that bitch or sell our old one. So we can like, because we don't have room to keep them right too. You're right. That Roger's there. <laughs> Mine's are hers. <laughs> All right. Where does this put y'all in the AOI standings for Queen City 2? Where are you at? I'm currently at 15 right now. 15. So you in the thick of making AOI. Yep. Making TLC. A, yeah. a tournament. I don't I don't think you're I'm, I don't think you're gonna make you're gonna win AOI, but you're in the thick of making the AOI tournament. Correct. Right. Aaron. Where are we at in AOI? Oh, I'm a little bit further down. I think I'm 58 or 56, somewhere around there. Okay. So you still have a shot. You're you're not I don't I'm not good at math and I have not done the mathematics. You're not out of it, but winning this tournament, does that not put you into the tournament of champions, right? It does, as long as I fish seven events. My thing is, so I didn't, I didn't, I missed two or three events. The first, I think the first three I missed. So you fished two out of the five? Correct, before this. Yep, I fished Santee and then the No Limit is the one. So you got to fish five more events. Yeah, so I I fished uh, Norman last week and then, yeah, that's it, right? Okay. All right, so you need to fish three, four more events. Look, you don't have to fish them. Just check in. <laughs> Go to the ramp, check in, <laughs> check out later that afternoon, right? <laughs> yeah. That, so, I mean, well, I, I made the drive all the way up to Norman. So, I mean, it's just a fun thing, right? Just go to get experience. Yeah. I've never been on Norman. So, I, I didn't even pre fish it. Went up the night before, picked a ramp, mm. and just go have fun. So the, yeah. the next five events, that's what I'll do and um, get ready for Wiley. All right. We're a little over time, but I, I, I always want to kind of dive into, and we're going to have to do this quickly, kind of your background into kayak fishing. Two, we'll start with you. What's your background into kayak fishing? How'd you get into it? How long have you been doing it? Like just the quick version of that. Quick version. So my brother-in-law, Austin, started fishing kayak and... You know, he's like, here's one of my kayak, try out, and I'm in love with kayak fishing. And then uh, I've been fishing for kayak for three years now. Were you fishing before that out of a boat or the bank, or was it straight into kayak fishing? Uh, I'm fishing the bank, but it was like, you know, you know, bluegill fishing. You know, not even fishing with yeah. really bored bass or anything like that. So, so you were on the banks of like Tillery and Baden and those lakes, bluegill fishing, and then gotten the kayak fishing you can say that yeah okay nice aaron how about you dude how like how long have you been doing it how'd you get into it so this is only my second season um i've always bass fish far as off out of a boat off you know at the uh, off the dock or a bank um it's just something i always i had a pelican just old cheap kayak from academy and i just kind of me and her would go out and just you know spend a couple hours on the lake and just have fun and um i was like I, I want to try this this kayak fishing and um, bought the old town 
and I've just I love it. It's something different. The bass boat, you know, is fun, but the kayak fishing gives you a different outlook on how to fish. This is another good example of being able to be in a kayak, low entry point, and win money. I mean, these guys, we're talking about two's been three years, Aaron's been two years, and you know, they're they're winning money. And so that's 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 the whole thing with bass fishing when you get the tournament side. A lot of people, most people say, oh, I love the competition. I love this and that. But look, they're paying their $50, $60, $120 a tournament because they think that they can win the tournament. They can win that 10000 They can win that 1000 They can win that 2000 Look, it's a lot cheaper to lose a tournament in a kayak than it is a bass boat. And when you do win, or when you do get the money in a kayak tournament, the return is much nicer. You can stop by the refuel and get you a couple white claw surges and celebrate before you take your ass home and still get home with some money to give to your wife and kids and then be like, oh my God, daddy is a champion. Right? You are true with that. <laughs> well, look, dudes, look, this was awesome. This was great. Thank y'all for coming on a whole damn almost month after your tournament. I know it's a, it a hard time to get here. This is great information, right? So you, if you think about it, Queen City's always going to fish Santee. They're always going to fish Hartwell. There are going to be tournaments in Hartwell and Santee on the national stage. Queen City's always going to be a player in that with, their, with the members uh, of that club. And y'all are going to represent. Y'all are expected to represent. That's how it goes. Are y'all ready to represent next year when the shit comes to Santee, Hartwell, and, and two, I'll tell you right now, ain't no national stuff coming to Baden or Tillery and none of those. So you have to take Santee as your home lake right now in this question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, two. Any sponsors, anybody anybody you want to shout out, say a thank you to for your fishing or for this tournament? No sponsor, but, you know, I'd like to shout out to my wife. All right. What's your wife's name? Kasha. Thank you so much. We appreciate you because we got to sit here and talk to two and learn something and get the lure that we're supposed to throw around every cypress tree at Santee is the mega bass. What the hell was it? Mega bass. It was, uh, the pop bass. Pop, pop bass. Pop bass. What color? Uh, the pumpkin seed. Pumpkin seed. Here we yeah. go. So if, if you go to Santee between May and June, we're throwing the mega bass pop ass pumpkin seed. Also, we got to talk with Aaron Martin, and we know between like the weeks of June 3rd. So that would have been like May 15th to June 3rd. We're going to look for points that are steep. So they drop from five foot of water, to 20 foot of water. We're throwing some kind of Jimmy, Jama, Hami, Mommy, 
bullshit wish.com walking bait that he got because a bad fishing, you know, caught a 12 pounder somewhere in some Creek. Literally. I have still have no idea what the hell that lure is you're talking about, but we learned this Aaron, anybody you want to shout out, thank sponsors, anybody like that. No sponsors, but I am open to sponsors. Um, <laughs> oh. Hey, you, you pay Bass and Brews like $100 a month. We'll sponsor the shit out of you. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> but I'd like to thank my fiance as well for letting me do this. Uh, it's been, you know, I do spend a lot of weekends on the water. But um, I'd like to thank you for letting me be on here, meeting them for an awesome trail that they put on, him and his group, um, Native, for the kayak. And, yeah, that's about it. Well, look, y'all never have to think. Alex or myself for being on this podcast because 100% y'all are the reason that we get to do this. So the thanks is all ours for y'all coming on. We appreciate it. You know, to your point, thank you to Vinny for what he does because Vinny does run to my knowledge, the biggest grassroots club in the country. And he also runs, you know, if the three of us show up to the next tournament, which would be July, and it's just the three of us. If one of us wins, we're winning at least two grand. Like, there's minimum payments of thousands of dollars. So Vinny's Vinny has it set up. It's a great, great place to fish. And it's awesome. So we thank Vinny for letting us have y'all on. We thank y'all for being on because without y'all, Bass and Brews and definitely Bass and Brews Chronicles of Queen City would not exist. So thank y'all so much. Yeah. All right, any parting words? And two, look, man, I know you're a man of, of, of short words and not a lot, but give us give us something for the, the people listening. Give us a tidbit of information. Give us some, some juice, too, that we can take fishing with us from summer to fall because that's where we are right now. We're summer to fall. Give us, give us some juice, too. If you don't give us no juice, I'm going to chastise you. I'm going to follow you on the social medias and chastise you. Give us some juice, too, because I know you have it. Don't hide. If they don't bite, don't shake your head. Oh, my. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hold on. What color? What color shake your head? I like to throw a June bug. Okay. All right. Perfect. See, that's right. If they don't bite, throw a June bug shake your head. That's, that's in the middle of black, and it's in the middle a pumpkin seed or green pumpkin. I love it. June bug. That's perfect. Aaron, send us out with some knowledge that the rest of us can take, but from now to the end of summer, now to fall, send us out with some good information that we can use to catch fish to whoop your ass in the next tournament. Well, I'll use my ID tag and it says fish every cast like it's your last one. Look, I love it. I love it, but that shit ain't helping me catch no more fish. Give, uh, give me, give me something. 
Give me something color, technique. Give me something I can fish with tomorrow. If I had time, if I didn't have a business where I had to go to work tomorrow and I wanted to go catch fish. Well, two took the shaky head, so tie on a Ned rig. <laughs> this man said a Ned rig, and he, I look, I, I love Aaron. I met Aaron tonight just like the rest of y'all. But this man just said take a Ned rig, and he's on Hartwell. We know damn good and well he ain't throwing no Ned rig. He's throwing a drop shot, a shaky head, a swing head, a crankbait, because in the summertime, he's fishing points and, and, and cane piles. And he ain't throwing no Ned rig on that. Look, I'm disappointed, man. I'm disappointed in you, Aaron. I gave you all the juice I got. <laughs> I love it. All right, fellas. Look, I appreciate y'all being here. This was great. Thank you so much for your patience on getting here so late uh, for what we're supposed to be doing this. We we really appreciate it. Thank you for the stories and everything's good. Look, y'all hang on. Don't go anywhere. We're going to end this. I want to holler at you in the green room. Look, y'all, this is Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from quality podcast content. Queen City Chronicles, stop number five. Here in a week or two, we're going to have stop number six with the folks that did good on that. So y'all listen. Hey-oh.